our next topic is uh, creativity from ground zero. Uh, and this will be spoken uh, by uh, Evelyn from the internets. And Evelyn is a speaker, humor, writer, and digital storyteller based in Austin, Texas. Add influencer if you want to send her free shea butter. She loves a good shea butter. Her, her YouTube uh, channel, Evelyn from the internets, tackles everything from pop culture to politics, all with a comedic twist. Her first short film, Hello Tim, won the Excellence in Comedy Award at Toronto's 2019 Buffer Festival. And she co-hosted and wrote Say It Loud, a PBS Digital Studios show about Black histories and cultures. Please help me give a big warm welcome for Miss Evelyn from the Internet. Hey, 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 gotta do the Arsenio Hall. Ooh, 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 okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Friday night. You ain't got nowhere else to be. Um, but we still appreciate it. So yeah, I want to talk about fostering your creativity from ground zero. And my first, so I have three main points to go through. And my first one, and this is probably the biggest one, is that being creative is not the same as being artistic. I think that is a common misconception that a lot of people have, that artistic ability is tied to your creativity. When really artistic ability is just one facet of creativity or it's a result or a product of someone's creativity. Art, whether it's the culinary arts or, you know, um, they call it traditional media, things like painting, those are the ways that creativity is expressed. But creativity is a bit further back than the end product. And so to me, creativity is problem solving. And everybody here, every human on earth is a problem solver. Um, whether it's parents, parents are some of the biggest problem solvers <laughs> I have ever met. You have to be creative to figure out, you know, how to get your kid to go to bed on time, how to, you know, eat their vegetables. Um, and when we reframe it like that, creativity as problem solving, we can take away some of those intimidating stereotypes and preconceived notions that we have about art, you know, because science is creative, you know, people build arms, like what the heck, like to be able to imagine the human body or to be able to imagine the human mind, you know, psychology and things like that, that is creative. Politics are creative, imagining a different society. And so, um, my first tip about fostering your creativity from ground zero is to redefine or rather correctly define what creativity is. My second tip or, you know, thought concept is that input is way more valuable than output. So think about it this way. What is the first thing Jimmy Kimmel or, you know, Jimmy Fallon, the Jimmys, what is the first thing they ask a musician in an interview? Who did you grow up listening to, right? So that is all input, that's influence. Nobody, you know, drops from the sky and is Beyonce, not even Beyonce, you know what I mean? So 
Beyonce was influenced by Tina Turner, you know, the headbanging, rock and roll performance of it all. You know, the, um, you know, the je ne sais quoi, the stage presence. And so that was all input. Even Tina Turner, who we view as an originator, was influenced by Rosetta Tharp, you know, a black woman playing guitar, doing her thing in an industry where she was kind of the only one. And so Beyonce, whether it's Beyonce, Tina Turner, whether it's you and me, um, we have an entire lifetime of input. And that's brain food, you know? Like your brain isn't just the things that you say. Like you're not just the things you say, you're also the things you think. And so that's an important um, aspect of fostering your creativity is understanding that input is very valuable, more so than output. Especially because I think culturally in the United States anyway, we are an output-based society. We want to like be productive during quarantine. You know what I'm saying? We want to like learn a new skill. Like who told you you had to learn anything? <laughs> like nothing is in the rule book. You don't have to do anything but show up. You don't have to put pants on if you don't want to. <laughs> so um, when I think about how that translates into creativity, it intimidates us because we equate creativity with an, a piece of output. So nobody wants to say they're a writer because they haven't published anything. But if you shift your focus from output to input, you'll see that it's really your love of reading that is what's most important. It's like the things you consume, the books you read that make you, that will make you a good writer. Nobody has ever learned to write without first knowing how to read, you know what I mean? And so um, I think it's just super important to understand that, especially like Rakima said, in you know this hyperproductive time to just slow down and practice some health and wellness to understand that it's a lot of internal work, not just your, your productive output. Um, and then even if we step away from, from art, right, like writing and things like that and music, we can go back to parenting or relationships. So the relationships you saw growing up, which is input, directly affect the way you behave in your own relationships, which is output. And so all creativity is, is doing something new with a set of tools or circumstances or experiences. It doesn't happen um, in a vacuum or it doesn't happen, you know, it's not like a blessing that kind of just drops out of nowhere. It's unique to every person and every person can access it for different things that they need. It also goes back to the whole, you know, growing up if people call things ghetto and like, it's just resourceful, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like resourcefulness is a form of creativity. So that's number two. Number three, and again, shout out to Rakima for talking about this. Uh, my biggest tip is recess shouldn't end in fifth grade. <laughs> it should not end in elementary school. Play is super important. I, every, anybody who watches my YouTube channel knows that I'm a bubble kid. I love blowing bubbles. 
It kind of just like gives you a sense of delight and wonder, you know what I mean? And this is tied to our difficulty with play and recess is definitely tied to us being an output-based society. You know, things always have to have a point. And the point usually means profit. And that's not what creativity at the root is about. The end product can make you some money. There's nothing wrong with like having a job. Um, but creativity is play and play is an important part of being human and being, you know, free. And when we look at all of the inequality in our society, it's usually tied to who doesn't have time to chill, you know, like who doesn't have time to just let their mind wander and create art, you know? And so I think everybody's stuck at home right now making sourdough bread. I love it, you know, because nobody's trying to become a baker professionally. We're all just trying something out to see what it's like. You saw somebody with a with a sourdough starter. You're like, what the hell is a sourdough starter? So, you know, you dive through YouTube and you just play around. Some people will hate the process and some people will fall in love with baking bread as a hobby, you know? So trying something for the first time or playing around also releases your brain from being output focused. And that's when creativity happens. We all have experienced, you know, procrastinating or being stuck on a problem and it hits us when we're in the shower or it hits us when we're driving or when we're just bullshitting and doing nothing in particular, you know what I mean? So um, people assume that creativity is lightning striking, but all it is is creating the conditions for that lightning to strike. So we all know that if you drive out to West Texas and it's flat, if there's a thunderstorm, that's dangerous. You know, that's how fires start. The lightning will strike. The conditions are conducive for the lightning to strike. But if you're in like a crowded place, it's not really gonna hit the same way. So creativity is, is doing all the work and play that it takes to create the right conditions for lightning to strike. So um, I feel like that's all I have. My biggest, uh, not my biggest, an example that I have of creativity is an engineer named Jessica Matthews. She was visiting family in Nigeria and, you know, experienced the rolling blackouts. And then she also saw kids playing soccer. And she figured if I made a soccer ball, an energy generator that would, that would be kind of charged by getting kicked around, that, could, that soccer ball could light up their whole house. And that's what creativity is. It's solving problems using the set of experiences you're currently dealing with. Sometimes that ends up being, you know, a really cool invention. And sometimes it's just making sourdough at home. So um, that's what I have to say about creativity, starting it and fostering it from ground zero. Be gentle with yourself, be nice to yourself, and go forth and create. Hey guys, thank you for listening. The show is powered by Ground Zero Coffee, an East African coffee company focused on community impact through storytelling and social enterprise. 
Ground Zero serves specialty-grade and ethically traded coffee sourced from its place of origin, Ethiopia, and the greater East African regions. Ground Zero is committed to creating new narratives and closing the wealth gap within underrepresented communities worldwide through storytelling and social enterprise. Be sure to show your support and order your coffee from Ground Zero now at StartFromGroundZero.com.